Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. The past few weeks, including this week, we're talking mental health help during crazy times, during crazy corona times. How could we go about our days using different activities, different modalities to try to give ourselves some normalcy, some stress relief, some anxiety relief, and some ways to deal with frustration. So yesterday we talked about, last night we talked about yoga. For kids today, let's talk about Tai Chi for kids. The idea of Tai Chi is like Eastern medicine where it emphasizes a mind-body connection using slow, gentle movements, meditation, and deep breathing. Tai Chi requires all the major muscle groups. We're going to use the help of three different sites. The first one we're talking about is yourtherapysource.com. Tai Chi requires all major muscle groups and joints to complete the slow, gentle movements. It has been shown to improve balance, agility, strength, flexibility, stamina, muscle tone, and coordination. The mediation component of Tai Chi can help to calm the mind, improve concentration, reduce anxiety, and lower blood pressure and heart rate. And deep breathing component of Tai Chi stretches the muscles involved in breathing and releases tension. Additionally, it can help to increase blood circulation to the brain, which may help increase mental alertness. So how will children benefit? Since Tai Chi is low impact with gentle motions, it is easily adapted for all types of children, including those with physical disabilities. Many of the movements can be performed and seated. The movement patterns can be adapted so that all can participate at their own level. Children with sensory processing difficulties can be challenged to grade their movements, to change it harder or easier at a controlled pace. Anxious kids that have anxiety will benefit from the stress reduction effects on Tai Chi. Adding Tai Chi to the toolbox may benefit many children. It's a wonderful thing to use. Not so difficult. It really can help everyone. And that, and that's the first source we wanted to bring to you, yourtherapysource.com. Then there's also forevertaichi.com, where it's really wonderful for kids. It's, it's not that it's too slow. People think that it's much slower than yoga and they don't have the patience that they, and people worry that kids don't have the patience to do it and that they need different things. But really, it's, it's really fascinating. If you, if you look at it and you see how it is, you see the movements and you see the forms involved, it's really wonderful techniques and it really has many elements that help kids. First of all, kids need structure. Even though it could be after, it could be an extracurricular, it could be something extra in your day, it's really a wonderful program to use because it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it helps with discipline. Parents and teachers often raise their voices to children on a daily basis, so a softer touch like using Tai Chi can help. And and a lot of times there's short attention spans and easy for kids to lose focus easily. But no matter what age, one activity cannot be more than 10 minutes before kids groan and moan. Therefore, each lesson can be packed with numerous activities, starting with fast-moving warm-up, various postures, and eventually slowing down to something called Kong exercises. It encourages use of imagination, which is the main idea of Tai Chi for mind-body connection. Keeping points in mind allow adjustments. Rules can be established regarding respect for space, teacher, and classmates if you're involved, especially in Zoom nowadays. And you could bow before the lesson and when it ends to teach respect. If they leave the room, they bow out. Our kid, our son, when he wasn't doing karate, when he was doing jujitsu, they actually do that. And they say, yes, I can. Yes, sir. Different rules of discipline, different patterns and different ideas involved. There also could be a star incentive program. Stars given out for following instructions, showing incentive to learn, good behavior. And star holders are leaders and helpers. It could be good for 
for working on bullying and clowning around. First of all, it's prohibited. It should be prohibited when doing it and also can help on self-confidence, self-esteem, so that kids won't need to do that and, and be able to stand up to anyone that does do that. And lessons could be divided into three to four sections with a five-minute warm-up to stimulate energy points and challenge with balance and agility. There can be animal postures, testing knowledge of what was covered and adding new ones. You can use bull and kikong bull exercises, private time to stop, relax, and mediate. You can make games out of the tai chi to keep things lively and new and praising is always good and just having fun is really good for kids kids want to have fun kids should have fun so it's it's a wonderful thing for kids to use also and that again came from forever com. then we want to bring you the last resource here it's from <clears throat> a different website this is um dr x food and medicine and it's a wonderful to explain that there are six main benefits of Tai Chi. Again, it increases flexibility. It helps improve and maintain balance. It improves muscle strength and conditioning. Helps boost the heart health, lower stress, anxiety, and depression. Can help improve focus. And it should really be 12 weeks. You should go about it really every week throughout the the year, but at least try it for a couple of months with at least two times a week. It takes place in an open space like outside in the backyard, a field or a large empty room. There should be warm-up stretches or calisthenics, use of loose clothing to improve movement and focus on 10 to 20 minutes a day, learning just a few postures. It's really good. It can improve balance again and strength, and you're reducing the risk of falling the elderly, especially those at risk. It also aids in proprioception, which is understanding the, the sense of position of one's body in space. And this declines as someone ages due to changes in inner ear structure along with decreased strength of certain muscles and ligaments. Tai Chi can help train proprioceptive sensory neurons in the inner ear and restore muscle strength and coordination. A study even documented changes in balance and cardiovascular responses for a community of middle-aged people. Relatively sedentary but healthy women, especially 33 to 55 years old, took part in the exercises and it was able to help them. It also is good because these studies show that the slow pace, attention to detail, and circular motion helps lower mind chatter and improve attention. It's really a moving meditation and involves following the breath in a rhythmic way that causes ruminating or wandering thoughts to decrease. And also you can further improve focus by using visualization, which we talked about, imagery, which we talked about, mantras or affirmations while performing Tai Chi moves. People usually use it as a, ser- as a series of fluid motions that accompany the breath. The series of movements can vary in length from 15 minutes to up to two hours. And there is a popular shortened version of traditional Tai Chi that lasts 15 minutes that was made by Chen Meng, which is a master of Tai Chi. The method has influenced many others to create similar short stories, and it's a good practice of Tai Chi for beginners. Before you begin, though, it requires a significant amount of open space, so it's common to practice, again, in the backyard, a field, large empty room, and they really last a couple of months. And twice a week is really good to do it. Always do the brief warm-ups, like practicing simple stretches or calisthenics to move legs, arm, and the back. Loose clothing allows movement around. And it's best to take things slow, spend 20 to minutes a day, learning just a few postures rather than rushing through an entire routine. going to give you a few postures here, again with the help of the Dr. Dr. X over here. First one is called the beginner posture. This is the most basic Tai Chi move, also known as a pose. It requires feet to be shoulder distance apart, toes facing slightly inward, knees soft, chest and chin slightly hollowed, and hips slightly tucked. Some describe the pose like you're sitting in a high stool. Then there's basic stepping. Stepping is an important movement in Tai Chi required for transition smoothly and gently from one move to the next. Stepping is done in a rolling motion, placing the feet with balanced weight one in front of the other. Keep your center of gravity low while stepping and rolling your entire foot so that both feet rest 
rest on the ground in the end position. Raising power, this move is often used as an opening or closing to a series, sometimes called the catch-up bowl or bowl of energy. Works by rubbing your hands together and then pulling them apart. I've actually done this before. It's really interesting, really cool. Bring them close together once again, but don't allow them to touch. The key, the warmth and the energy, you could actually feel it between your hands. Then you could try to move the ball around. You could open it and close it bigger, smaller. It feels very cool. And then as you practice this motion, you feel the energy perhaps while stepping around at the same time. There's also withdraw and push. This move is used to cleanse the body and requires forward and backward movement like a wave. Start with one foot in front of the other with your weight on your back legs circle the hands upward in a wave motion lift the back heel roll shift the weight forward as you picture a wave moving up and through the body then there's three more brush knee this move helps strengthen the arms relax the muscles and center the mind the weight is centered between the legs and arms are held outward as one hand rises, the other sinks down. One palm is up and one is down in a rolling motion. As you step forward, your torso turns and arms alternate positions. Roll back, ward off. This move uses the waist and is done in a diagonal position. Put weight on the left leg and turn waist to the left. The right arm curves to hold the ball against the chest. Fingers move upward while left arm arcs first downward and then left arm floats up to shoulder height. The last one is called single whip. This moving hand position is typically used for jabbing, whipping, striking, or even in massage. Place the hand with palm facing downward and the forefingers curled to lightly touch the thumb. The front leg is extended out, body open to the side, front arm moves forward and the wrist bends down as the fingers open and close. We just wanted to give a few ideas of different Tai Chi movements and the benefits of Tai Chi, especially during our crazy corona times to give some mental health help for independent and functional living in the times we're living now. Again, we have a a couple of weeks left. We're going to finish off with the end of the school year, take the summer hiatus, God willing, and come back with the beginning of the school year. So join us as we continue talking a few more mental health ideas here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.